98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. The headlines. President Trump announces a 30-day ban on all travel to the United States from Europe for thir- to stem the spread of the coronavirus. The travel ban hits already skittish markets, causing a deepening sell-off across the region. And the Centre for Health Protection plays down the WHO's decision to declare a pandemic, saying it won't have much impact on Hong Kong's response to the virus. President Trump has banned all travel to the United States from Europe for 30 days to try to stem the spread of the coronavirus. In a televised address from the White House, Mr Trump said the European Union didn't act quickly enough to stop the outbreak by restricting arrivals from China, as the US had. After consulting with our top government health professionals, I have decided to take several strong but necessary actions to protect the health and well-being of all Americans, to keep new cases from entering our shores, We will be suspending all travel from Europe to the United States for the next 30 days. The new rules will go into effect Friday at midnight. Britain and Ireland are exempt from the measure. Mr Trump also said the US would defer tax payments for some individuals and businesses for three months. To ensure that working Americans impacted by the virus can stay home without fear of financial hardship, I will soon be taking emergency action, which is unprecedented, to provide financial relief. This will be targeted for workers who are ill, quarantined, or caring for others due to coronavirus. I will be asking Congress to take legislative action to extend this relief. Meanwhile, Hollywood star Tom Hanks and his wife Rita Wilson have both tested positive for coronavirus. The US actor, who's 63, said they both developed a fever in Australia. Media reports said they were being isolated and monitored at a hospital on Australia's Gold Coast. Stock markets immediately fell on Mr Trump's announcement following a downward trajectory that's seen over 20% wiped off New York's Dow Jones index since February. Hong Kong's stocks tumbled more than 1,000 points in early trade. The main indices in Tokyo, Seoul and Hong Kong all plunged between 3 and 5%. Futures tied to the American and European stock markets nosedived. The chief executive of GEO Securities, Francis Lun, told Janice Wong he hoped the Hang Seng Index wouldn't drop below 24,000 today. This is just the beginning. We expected this to happen, so you really have to hang on for the market crash. This is inevitable. And what can we expect uh, this afternoon? I hope the market can build a floor at about 24,000. What's the chance of that then? For today, I hope it's very good. Uh, Well, uh, I'm talking like Donald Trump, of course, he's always wrong. (laughs) So so what should uh, investors watch out for? Sell. Sell everything. There won't be any recovery anytime soon. The controller of the Centre for Health Protection says the WHO's decision to declare the coronavirus crisis a pandemic won't have much impact on Hong Kong's response to the virus. Dr Wong Kwok Hing says the government will continue to focus on containment. Janice Wong reports. Dr Wong says he's not surprised by the World Health Organization's decision to declare the coronavirus crisis a pandemic and says the declaration won't result in any changes to existing measures being taken by Hong Kong. Speaking on an RTHK radio program, Dr Wong says the coronavirus crisis here is not yet under control, with new infections almost daily. He says there may have been days with no new cases, but yesterday there were nine. Dr Wong also says some patients have extra-long incubation 
periods. After news emerged of a woman coming down with the illness more than a week after her 14-day isolation period ended, but Dr. Wong says he doesn't believe there is a need to change the two-week quarantine period, as studies show the average incubation period for COVID-19 is five days. He said more than 90% of coronavirus patients had an incubation period of 14 days. Dr. Wong reminded people to delay unnecessary travel for now. Hongsai Travel has announced its cancelling tours to the United States, Britain, Egypt and parts of Europe, including Spain and Portugal, until the end of this month due to the global spread of the coronavirus. Police say they've arrested seven men for allegedly attacking officers during an anti-government protest in January. The suspects, aged between 13 and 34, were arrested in a series of raids on Hong Kong Island and Kowloon in Kowloon yesterday. They are being detained on suspicion of taking part in an illegal assembly and wounding with intent. Thousands of people joined the the January 19th protest, calling for global sanctions on Hong Kong officials who undermined human rights. But the rally in Chater Garden was cut short after protesters blocked roads and riot police used tear gas. Superintendent Raymond Cho says four community relations officers were seriously wounded outside the Chung Kong Centre by black-clad protesters with bricks and umbrellas. We have conducted in-depth investigations and also go through a large number of uh, CCTV and live video footages. As you have rightly pointed out that the assailants are all in masks and they are actually wearing similar outfits, uh, our officers have overcome tremendous challenges in identifying these seven assailants. Overseas and the Italian government has announced that all shops, restaurants and bars are being closed for two weeks. Only essential services such as food stores and pharmacies will stay open. Italy reported nearly 200 more deaths from COVID-19, taking the total number past to 800. More than 12,000 people have been infected. The Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte said it was time to go a step further. If we all respect these rules, we will get out of this emergency quicker. The responsibility lies with each of us. The responsibility of 60 million Italians who on a daily basis carry out small and large sacrifices. For all of this, we are part of a community. Australia has unveiled an 11 billion US dollar spending plan designed to curb the economic impact of the coronavirus and avert the country's first recession in 29 years. The Prime Minister Scott Morrison said it would target businesses. This package over the course of the budget and the forward estimates uh, will inject some 17.629 billion dollars into the Australian economy in a series of measures which are designed to support cash flow, boost investment and provide immediate uh, demand stimulus to the Australian economy. Australia has almost 140 confirmed cases of the coronavirus and three deaths. The SAR government has criticised comments made about Hong Kong in a US State Department report on on human rights. Hong Kong escaped major criticism, but there were concerns about the police and the political screening of election candidates. Robert Kemp reports. The report mentioned accusations of police brutality, including the August 31st beating of passengers by police on a train at Prince Edward Station. It also pointed to the alleged delayed police response to the attack by white-shirted thugs on July 21st in Yunlong. Both incidents were linked to the large-scale social unrest here, sparked by the now-withdrawn extradition bill. On civil liberties, it noted that democracy activist Joshua Wong had been barred from running in November's district council elections. In response, the SAR government said protecting human rights and freedoms was a constitutional duty. It also praised the police, saying they had been facing unprecedented violence, saying foreign governments should not interfere in the SAR's internal affairs. 
A judge in New York has sentenced the disgraced Hollywood film producer Harvey Weinstein to 23 years in prison for rape and sexual assault. Weinstein, who was long considered one of Hollywood's most powerful figures, was found guilty last month in a verdict hailed by the Me Too movement. Outside the court, Mr Weinstein's lawyer, Donna Rotuno, expressed anger at the length of the sentence. That sentence that was just handed down by this court was obscene. That number was obnoxious. There are murderers who will get out of court faster than Harvey Weinstein will. That number spoke to the pressure of movements and the public. That number did not speak to the evidence that came out at trial. That number did not speak to the testimony that we heard. That number did not speak to evidence, nor did it speak to justice. The lawyer for the victim said this is what justice looks like. Two fraudsters have been jailed in France for impersonating a French government minister to cheat three men out of 62 million US dollars. Here's the BBC's Mike Sanders. It was a scam that failed around 150 times, but it took only three people to fall for it to make it very lucrative. One con man would pass himself off as Jean-Yves Le Drian, the defence minister at the time. They set up video conferences, seemingly from the ministry's basement bunker. Their pitch was a request to fund secret operations, with reimbursement guaranteed by the Bank of France. One victim was a Turkish businessman who paid a bogus ransom, reportedly $47 million. A report by a British climate think tank says building coal-fired power stations around the world wastes hundreds of billions of dollars because they're now more expensive than renewable plants. Here's the BBC's Roger Harabin. The report's authors say they tracked 95% of the world's coal-fired power stations. They found that in most countries, it's already cheaper to build new renewables than new coal-burning plants. The study goes a step further, forecasting that within 10 years, the cheapest option could be to close down existing coal-fired power stations and build wind and solar installations instead. It says that to combat climate change effectively, one coal plant has to retire every day until 2040. The report urges governments and investors to cancel new coal projects in the pipeline. Astronomers have observed have observed a distant planet with conditions so extreme that it probably rains molten iron. The planet isn't expected to last very long. It will either be consumed or burnt to a rocky core remnant. The BBC's Jonathan Amos reports. WASP-76b is a hellish planet that moves so close to its star the daytime temperatures will soar to a roasting 2,400 Celsius. This is the sort of temperature that will vaporise metals. Swiss researchers say they've observed ferocious winds whipping atoms of iron around the planet to its relatively cooler night side. It's in the slightly more benign conditions of darkness that clouds will likely form and droplets of iron splash down through WASP-76b's atmosphere. Iran has agreed that black box flight recorders from the airline it accidentally shot down in January should be sent to Ukraine for analysis. This ends weeks of growing tension over the fate of the critically important data. Iran wanted the boxes decoded in in Tehran, but states representing those who died in the plane had been pressing for them to be handed over to an independent third party. Currencies and the US dollar is trading at 103.88 yen. The euro is 1 US dollar 12 cents. The pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 95 cents. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 24,362, 848 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $82 billion. And now with the sports, here's Adam Chung.
We start with football in the European Champions League and a wild finish at Anfield. The last 16th second leg between Liverpool and Atletico Madrid finished 3-2 for the visitors after extra time. Atletico progressed to the quarterfinals 4-2 on aggregate. Liverpool needed to overturn a 1-0 first-leg deficit and they leveled the tie through Gini Wijnaldum in the first half. Roberto Firmino scored in extra time to give Liverpool the advantage, but they failed to hold on. A mistake by goalkeeper Adrian allowed Marcos Lorente to take back the advantage for Atletico. They went on to score two more to knock the holders out. Liverpool boss Jurgen Klopp was asked about the play that allowed the visitors to score in extra time. The pass was now not really helpful. Adrian is a super player. I love the boy, but it's um, this moment wrong decision. Didn't hit the ball right. I don't know. And in that moment, usually conceding a goal is part of football and should not have a massive influence. But in this moment, momentum changed. Before that, Madrid thought, wow, how should we, shall we cope with that? And then it changed now different. So they now, oh, okay, it could be our game tonight. So we became a bit stiff and they became a little bit fresher legs, whatever. Paris Saint-Germain also progressed to the quarterfinals after taking care of business at home. They overturned a 2-1 first leg deficit against Borussia Dortmund by winning the second leg 2-0. Tonight's Europa League last 16 first leg match between Manchester United and Linzer Lask in Austria is one of a number of games to be played behind closed doors as an effort to combat the spreading of the coronavirus. United manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer says his team will not be distracted by the circumstances. They are used to training here with no spectators anyway and we do have some behind closed doors friendlies at times. and. I'm in no doubt that my players are focused. The Italy and Juventus defender Daniele Rugani is the first top-flight footballer to test positive for COVID-19. Juventus made the announcement last night on its website. The club said Rugani is not showing any symptoms of the disease and those who have had contact with him are being isolated. The NBA has suspended its season after a Utah Jazz player tested positive for COVID-19. The move came hours after the majority of the league's owners were leaning towards playing games behind closed doors. Sources say the player who tested positive is the French All-Star center Rudy Gobert. The test result was reported shortly before the Jazz were scheduled to tip off against the Thunder in Oklahoma City. The game was subsequently postponed, and now the season suspended until further notice. And that's your look at sports. And to end the news, the top stories once again. President Trump announces a 30-day ban on all travel to the United States from Europe. The travel ban hits already skittish markets, causing a deepening sell-off across the region. And the Centre for Health Protection plays down the WHO's decision to declare a pandemic, saying it won't have much impact on Hong Kong's response to the virus. The news from RTHK.
Good afternoon and welcome to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Thursday afternoon. Thursday, the 12th of March is today's date. Thank you to Phil for the morning brew this morning. We've got two big topics today and two wonderful guests on today's 123 show. First up, uh, we're talking about uh, clutter and hoarding. That's right, uh, with the small apartments here in Hong Kong. I'm sure <laughs> most of us, some of us may have some clutter in the house. Well, we'll be talking about uh, the effects of that on our mental health. And joining us to mull over this topic, we'll be chatting with uh, Dr. Eslin Teragina, a chartered psychologist and also psychotherapist with Mind Balance. And uh, after two, uh, that'll be uh, just after half past one. And after two o'clock, uh, we'll be hearing about some eco tours around Hong Kong with Benita Chick, the CEO and founder of Encompass uh, Hong Kong, which is a local social enterprise. And we uh, want to hear from you as well. Our email address is 123show at rthk.hk. Or you can find us on Facebook, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. But first up, this is Christina Aguilera, not myself tonight.